Ever wonder why your real estate content on Instagram and TikTok doesn't seem to reach the right audience? The answer may be simpler than you think. Today, we're diving into three critical factors that if you put these factors in place in your videos on Instagram and on TikTok, they're gonna have a profound impact in terms of the overall performance of your content, of your videos. Not only reaching a wider audience, getting better performance in terms of different metrics and interactions, but also reaching the right audience. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana. I'm your host, and I'm glad you're tuning in. If this is your first time on the channel, please make sure to check out other shows in the podcast. We put out marketing-based content every single week on the show. And if today's episode is relevant and useful, please hit that like button and make sure to subscribe and turn the bell on too. So you get notifications whenever we publish new episodes, just like this one here, where today we talk about the three critical factors of getting your videos and your content to rank and perform better on Instagram and on TikTok. That is to make it searchable, shareable, and streamable. So let's dive in. Now, before we dive into the three critical factors, a bit of backstory first. As you know, platforms like TikTok and Instagram, algorithmically speaking, are always tinkering. They're always competing and looking to exploit some type of an advantage one has over the other. Or if one releases some new feature, guess what? They're gonna all follow suit and do the same. And if you look at what's happening in their worlds, how are they competing? What are they looking at? What are they valuing? If you can determine the game they're playing and what they want and give them more of what they want, they being Instagram, TikTok, and so forth, then in return, they're gonna give you what you want, better performance for your content. I gotta tell you, making content is not a light task. It requires effort and research, and it is a crying shame to put the effort into producing content for an audience that never sees it. Because if they're not seeing your videos, if they're not engaging with your videos, then from a marketing standpoint, there's nothing good happening. It's not having an impact. I'm not suggesting you should constantly reinvent your strategy, but I am suggesting you should look at what's happening in the grand scheme of Instagram and TikTok and where are their opportunities algorithmically to be exploited and therefore leveraged to your benefit. That's what we're talking about today in these three critical factors. Now, if you look at every social platform that exists, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, all of them, underlying all of them is the algorithmic formula that says interaction equals visibility. And what that means is if your content that you're producing and publishing on these respective platforms is not garnering engagement, it isn't getting hearts, it isn't getting likes, nobody's watching the video through to the end, nobody's sharing the video, for instance, there's no tangible, I left a fingerprint kind of interaction or engagement with your content, then from the standpoint of these platforms, they have very little incentive to distribute your content to a wider audience. The way it typically works in all platforms is when you publish new content, it will initially distribute your content to a small test group that it believes is likely to interact. And if they do or don't, we'll determine does it go to the next test group and the next test group getting wider and wider and wider. And so the more interaction your content is able to bring in, the better it is for these platforms because it keeps people on the platforms for longer and therefore they can show more ads and the platforms have more utility and more value to the users. So if you can give the platforms what they want, interaction, they'll give you what you want, better reach, better distribution. Now here's one of the problems. You may want your distribution locally. You might want locals to see your content, but you have no promises of that. And so likely what's gonna happen is, it's gonna take in mind various interest signals of what people and users might wanna see or who your followers are and show it to them, but it can be very diffused. Now I'm speaking at a high level. What I mean is, 
If you sell houses in a local marketplace, but you've got people who live far, far away who are never gonna buy or sell houses in your location, it can be a bit like searching for the diamond in the rough in terms of getting the right people to engage and see your content. So how do you actually leverage the algorithm? How do you play into the algorithm in a way that makes it happy, it gets interaction, but it happens on a local level without actually paying for it in terms of running an ad or boosting to a 15 mile radius. That's what we're gonna talk about today because there is an opportunity in the algorithm that will be exploited and leveraged in today's video. Now, I keep talking about interactions and engagement. Interactions is any kind of inaction performed on your content that a user might complete. They might share it, they might comment, they might heart it, they might finish watching it. They might do any number of actions that would be constituted as an interaction and interaction equals visibility. If you're not getting interactions, they're not showing it to anybody. It's all about interactions and different kinds of interactions carry more weight than other interactions. Now, for the longest time, like as in a few years, platforms like Instagram and TikTok have put a high value on watch time in terms of how much cumulative watch time does your video, for instance, get over time? Are they watching it all the way through? What's the percentage of it being watched? Are they watching it again and again and again? How many people are looking at this video? Because if your video can, for instance, hook viewers' attention for longer periods of time, then the video is more valuable to the platforms because it keeps users on the platform, which means more ads, more money, everybody wins from that vantage point. However, there are some changes happening right now, especially on, on Instagram that I wanna talk about that if you can make your content more capable of eliciting and getting these types of interactions, it's more likely for the platforms to wanna share you with a wider audience, but not just a wide audience far and wide, I mean a wide audience super saturated in your local marketplace. Now, I've said enough uh, sort of cryptic setting up what the topic is. The three factors, as I already mentioned, are searchable, streamable, shareable, beginning with searchable. Is your content searchable? Now, you might be thinking, oh, he means hashtags. I do mean hashtags. They have relevance, but it's all keywords everywhere. Think about it like this. We know at the end of last year, Mark Zuckerberg made the comment that roughly 15% of what we are seeing in our feeds across meta platforms, so Facebook and Instagram, at the end of last year, 2022, that about 15% of that was AI suggested content. Now, this was Facebook and Instagram trying to keep up with TikTok. TikTok's For You feed is pretty much all suggested content. It's not necessarily accounts you follow. It's simply content that the platform, the algorithm, believes you'll be interested in. And so Zuckerberg and the crew at Meta were tinkering with the same idea, and they said by the end of 2023, it was gonna be up to 30%. Well, guess what? By the end of like May, Instagram and the main feed was already showing users like you roughly 40% of what you were seeing in the feed was AI suggested content, meaning it wasn't people you followed per se, it was in front of you because the platform thought you'd be interested in it. Now, this to me is a big, big deal. At around that same time, it was also reported that Facebook was up to like 25% and it keeps going. So here's the trend to pay attention to, AI suggested content. At the end of the day, it's all about AI suggested content. It's about playing into the trend of AI suggested content but in order for AI to suggest your content in the feeds of users who are within your niche, their potential customers, for instance, in your local marketplace, guess what? You've got to optimize to make your videos searchable. That simply means using the right keywords, keywords that say where you do business, what you do business, topics that are relevant to people in your niche. And when I say niche, I'm going to expand on what I mean, but what I really mean is in your backyard, in your local marketplace, potential buyers and sellers. You got to use the right keywords in your transcript of your video, that is you talking to the video 
video like this right now. It also means in the caption, it means in the hashtags, it means using the right keywords so that Instagram's like, oh, I get it. Your video's about X, Y, and Z for people like ABC. And it can make that association and match make on your behalf. That's the algorithm working for you. Hey, if you're watching this video and thinking, man, I really wanna crush my social media and this is awesome, but there's so much more that I'm having question marks about. What videos do I make? Where do I post? How do I get my profile set up in the right way? All the different checks and balances of social media across Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. If that's you and you wanna go super deep and completely through all of the ins and outs of social media, make sure to check out our course, Cracking the Social Code. It's about three hours of recorded content with me. There is step-by-step -step tutorials and resources for you so you can move at your own pace to integrate all the learnings into your business. If you're interested, click the link in the description. Now, the second S of our three critical factors is to make it streamable. Now, I had to make all the words have an S. Shareable, streamable, searchable. Uh, streamable means people are willing to stream your videos. They're willing to watch your videos. Now, I, I said a moment ago earlier on in the video that one of the most important weighted interactions is, are users willing to watch your videos? And how much of your videos? And how many times will they watch your videos? Getting people to spend longer periods of time and greater frequency of more watches on repeat over and over and over again algorithmically looks really good to Instagram and TikTok. From their vantage point, they're thinking, hey, if I can get you to watch this video, not once, not twice, but three times, for instance, or if I can get you to watch 85%, or instead of 85, 90%, more is better in terms of getting it watched for longer, so how are you making your videos more streamable? So for example, one of our rock star coaching clients who's one of the best content creators I can think of in all of real estate, his name is Ken Pozek, and the dude crushes it in Orlando, Florida. Now his strategy is a perfect example of what we're talking about today, and let's back up a step. Most of his content begins for YouTube. Ken makes a once a week video show, call it eight to 13 minutes long for YouTube. And it's a horizontal video show. And the video show is all about people living in or moving to Orlando. He does not deviate off the topic of people living in or moving to Orlando. So some of the content may be about local trail systems or some new development coming along or a specific property, but it's all about content that would be interesting, there's that word, interesting, to people who are living in or moving to Orlando. Then what he does is he has his video editor chop up this once a week long form horizontal video for YouTube into vertical chops. One chop might be seven seconds or 20 seconds or 30 seconds or 45 seconds just depending upon what it takes to complete the thought. And it's all on topic. It's all part of the niche. People living in are moving to Orlando. And so he publishes the content and it performs remarkably well. Now, I'm gonna circle back to the niche part harder in just a moment. I wanna talk about that hyper-local aspect of it in a moment. That has, that has significance in what we're talking about today. But there's another detail about Ken's videos that make them so effective, and that is he is constantly changing up the shot. Now, if you think about human attention spans, a lot of you might think, you know what, I think attention spans are actually decreasing. People, there's an attrition of attention spans. There's so much distractions. People aren't really watching videos for longer than a few seconds, to which I would say, no, 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 that's not quite true. In fact, people are spending hours scrolling through reels, spending hours scrolling through TikTok. The question is, how long are they looking at your video on TikTok, on Instagram? Their attention spans are completely obsessed with scrolling through the feeds, but they're just moving through videos more quickly. And so Instagram rewards videos that hold viewership for longer. You gotta make it streamable. So one of the ways to maintain viewer attention is to sort of trick them to believe that they're actually scrolling when they're not. 
here's what I mean by that. If you look at Ken's videos, he's using a variety of editing tricks and tips. He uses B-roll, he uses punch-ins, he uses slow Ken Burn effect zoom-ins, he uses sound effects, he uses split screens, he uses aerial drone footage, he uses Google Earth and Google Maps footage, he uses animated GIFs and emojis and subtitles. There is always something moving and it creates a pattern interrupt. What I mean is it creates the sense to the eye that you're seeing something new. Now think about that from the user standpoint of somebody who scrolls. I wanna see something new, scroll. I wanna see something new, scroll. What Ken is doing is giving you something new without your need to scroll and so because of that, people are willing to watch his videos for a lot longer. In fact, I was having a conversation with Ken about this and we were talking about the new movie that came out recently called Oppenheimer, which I haven't seen actually. But the comment was made that about every three seconds, the shot changes. Why? To give the viewer the sense of something new, New, one, two, three, new, one, two, three, new, one, two, three, new. So from an editing standpoint, how are you guiding your editor to give you that cadence of one, two, three, new, one, two, three, new in terms of interjecting different types of editing tricks, zooms, cuts, B-roll, and so forth to keep that viewer thinking they keep seeing more and more new. Now, yes, to make your content truly streamable, it's also about what you say. Your words obviously matter. Having a strong opening hook, creating curiosity, bringing somebody with you on a journey in terms of going from here to there subject-wise matters. You can't just wing it, but you can also dress it up a lot with the right editing to keep that viewer enthralled at everything happening in every shot of your videos because here's what happens. When viewers watch through to the end, it's called a view completion or a video completion and that's like getting bonus points in Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Instagram and TikTok saying, ding, 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 winner, we wanna show this to more people. Why? Because it maintains viewership, it keeps people on the platform and that's a big win for these platforms. So make your content streamable. And we arrive last at our third S, which is to make your content shareable. So you should make your content searchable, you should make your content streamable, and you should make your content shareable. What does it mean to be shareable? Well, let's think in particular about Instagram right now. Instagram has a competitive advantage over the other platforms, like TikTok for instance, because their DMs are super strong. So Instagram's thinking, boy, if I can get you to DM and share this video with friends, that makes me feel like I'm spectacular, Instagram says. I'm personifying Instagram, of course. And so we've been talking about the importance of maintaining viewership, but right now Instagram's basically paying out dividends on videos and content that is able to get you to hit that share button. You wanna share it with your friends, you wanna share it with a group or whomever through the DMs, that little paper airplane icon. So how do you get more shares? Well, one easy way is ask. In your video itself, say something like, hey, if this video is really useful for you, and by the way, I'm saying, if this video is really useful for you, please share it with a friend who also might find it useful. So just asking and then getting because you asked, that is one way to get more shares. For instance, breaking news, uh, trending information, any kind of an information or news that is hyper-locally relevant is shareable. So imagine uh, Ken Pozek once again makes a video about, hey, they're gonna rip down this old shopping center and build a new condo development. Well, if you see that and it's relevant to you because you're in the niche, in other words, you live in his marketplace, you might say, hey, mom and dad, look at this and share it. Hey, friends, look at this and share it because it's newsworthy. Newsworthy content is in its nature shareable, but hyper-local news content is shareable, but only within your marketplace. So there's this term that we've adopted or created within Tom Ferry, we call it vicinity virality. Now, I was saying earlier on, 
that social media is becoming less and less local and it's also becoming less and less social in the sense that because the algorithms are doing more AI suggested content, I'm not necessarily seeing as a user as much content from friends and family and people I follow. It's a little bit more, it could be anybody because it's interest based, but also the interest isn't necessarily overly concerned with proximity or your area of where you do business. So like if you go viral on TikTok and get a million views on a video, you have no assurances that those views were a million views in your backyard, in your local marketplace. And that could actually work against you because if you make content that gets viral views, but from all over the place, the algorithm starts learning potentially the wrong audience. So what do you do? Well, you play into the trend. What do we know? We know that algorithmically speaking, these platforms, especially Instagram right now, because of Zuckerberg and what he said that I mentioned earlier, we know they're gonna start doing AI suggested content. So simply put, what if you made content that was so hyper-local, the algorithm wouldn't know what to do with it unless it showed it to locals? Well, that's exactly what's happening with Ken Posick. He's making super streamable, super searchable, super hyper local, shareable, newsworthy content on a regular basis. And it's getting hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of views, and it's happening in his backyard to the point where he's walking into a Walgreens and getting recognized almost everywhere. And it's generating leads and creating awareness for his business. It's really simple. Make your videos searchable, streamable, shareable, and watch what happens. Oh, and hey, like I said before, if this episode was useful, please make sure to share it with a friend or a peer who might benefit from it. And we'd love to hear from you in the comments as well. If you have an idea or have a triggered a thought, let us know in the comments. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing. <laughs>